Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go. Kalimera, Kalispera, whatever time you are watching, this is Mappa. I'm Stel. I have Thassa alongside me. And the reason why I'm speaking like this is because I'm calm. I'm calm because why would we be going mad? Why would be, we be losing our rag? Do we have any reason to be absolutely batshit crazy, Thassa? My screen's not frozen. I'm just. Uh... Maintaining a calm and cool exterior. You are projecting your inner chi. You are balanced. You are oh, zen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely balanced. Yes. Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because this is fine. This is this absolutely fine. It's fine. Yes. Yes. There's nothing to worry about. This is fine. Ab absolutely nothing to worry about. It's not as if the Cypriot FA... I've dropped bollock after bollock after bollock. And I don't think the straw has broken the camel's back yet. It's not as if our national team is in disarray. It's not as if referees are fearing for their lives. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, um, it's not as if uh, police riot, uh, uh, riot groups are firing... Uh, chemicals into crowded places that have got families in them. True, true. Yeah, I didn't even right. don't even have that on the notes. That's that's how this is like. That's just a thing that's happened to the side. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, just, I just remembered it now. <laughs> we have, we have uh, grammatical errors in official statements. We have uh, a thong making national headlines. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah. So and this much. is this is this has got actually nothing to do with the football because there was nothing really. Yeah, there's no shenanigans going on in the on in the, the matches over the weekend. Yeah, no, on the, the pitch the, anyway. Yeah, the the pitch was fine. There was some goals. Yeah. There was some nice goals. Is there, there there were some very nice goals that were scored. Um, yes. But yeah, you know, normally we talk about you know VAR decisions or. Um, Red cards flying off the handle, you know. But no, they're fairly straightforward, would it? Fairly yeah, straightforward. Absolutely. absolutely. And do you know what I find absolutely hilarious? The fact that, you know, you've done the notes, you spent time doing the notes. I can't see anything there in terms of the reports from the CFA in terms of the refereeing decisions over the weekend. Yeah. I read them, yeah. and there was nothing to report. They were happy with every single decision. Yeah. Which is... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> is it even worth showing the highlights? Is it really worth showing the highlights of any of the games? 
I mean, because I'll tell, I'll tell on what, top of just... that, listen, on top of that, we also had the managerial sacking, which we haven't even mentioned. Yes, that's right. The second so... one, second one this season. So, yeah. we're, we're only down to two. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're on match day four, and there's already been two sackings this season. Yeah, so. only two, though. Only, only two. two. Only two. Only right. two. I mean, we'll, 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 get to, we'll get to talk about another one that might be happening soon once yeah, we get to a match. But yeah. Of course. There you go. Mm. Well, before we discuss the football, don't forget to visit foodfromcyprus.com. Use the discount code NCN12. You get a 12% discount. Their food is very, very nice. Tasso is modeling the thumbnail or the mm. whatever it is logo. Image, logo. image sorry. Yeah. Image logo. It will be on the thumbnail as well. So sounds yes. like you need some halloumi, my friend. Maybe you should yes. order some from Food from Cyprus. I could do with some gala shogalada, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? Come I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind some kumandaria. Oh, we will see you drink. I don't. I'll give me some gan. Yeah, I'll get you some gan. With, with, I'll get you. I, I, I'll tell you what. I'll have the twelve percent. You can have the rest of it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm drinking prime at the moment. So if you can give me some gan, I'll be happy with that. Yeah, I'll be very happy with that. But yeah, remember anyway, you so... can get it. Twelve percent off. Foodfromcyprus.com. There you with go. With the code. NCN with the code 12? NCN12. There you go. Wonderful. It's as if it <laughs> it wasn't, I promise, I can assure you. Right, let's get to it. Let's show some of yeah. the goals from the weekend. Now, there wasn't there, there was one game less this weekend, which means we can have extended highlights of three games, not short highlights of four. Mm-hmm. So let's begin with come on, let's begin with Doxa and Ayes. Ayes with a mm-hmm. 3-1 victory. Thaso, hit me. Yep. Uh Ayers clinical, Doxa terrible defence. The first two goals especially were egregious on the defensive side. We've just seen the first one. It's uh, unbelievable, unbelievable defending. Uh, we're just watching the highlight again from it. It's, you know, the defenders lay off until right at the end and then the ball bounces around for a bit uh, and just go. <laughs> uh, it's it. it's yeah, and then and then the second goal just like appears out of nowhere. I think on the highlights package, it looks like they're just showing a highlight of the goal, like maybe yeah. they missed it when it actually happened. Yeah, but yeah, um, uh, and then we're gonna come up. At, all right, we're, go, we're going we're going through the, all, all the highlights for this game, okay? Because yeah, well, there's they've been cut uh, short. Yeah, there's only yeah. strike. Yeah, that, that's that's the one I was waiting for. That's it's it's such a shame. He seems to be the player that's really performing for Loxa. And he seems yep. to be the only player who's turning up for him. Uh, everybody else is not having the best time. Even uh, Burkamp, even Burkamp yeah. isn't doing well. Yeah, Sadiq is not having a great time. Um, but yeah, there's so so many so many. So many players underperforming for Doxa as well. With all the players that they've signed, you'd think that they'd at least be able to do something against. It's that third goal. As it, it, I mean, it just shows. It just shows you like the the kind of the laissez-faire attitude they've got to the defending there. They've got a mix-up yeah. between the two Doxa defenders, and then they just kind of just let them 
I let the guy run not run out running on goal. It's it's yeah. not great, is it? No, no, it's it's terrible. And yeah. as a result, Voxa sacked the head coach. <laughs> yes, yes. Voxa Sakas. Ah, oh, very good. Very mm. good. Yeah. Very good. So yeah, I mean I'm, look, they they've they've played four games, um zero points, like nothing. They conceded eight in that time and scored two. Uh, they've lost to Aris Isle and Ike, which yeah, fine. I guess I guess you could maybe think Doxa could maybe get a draw against Isle if they if things slotted into place, but uh, no, I wouldn't expect them to get many points for there. So basically, this result probably cost Sakai's job. Yeah. Um, now. They've also announced a replacement already, and one of them was one of the choices that I'd put forward for replacing Getzbaya. Maggie mm. Sergidis. Mm-hmm. So last season, Sergidis took over at Olympiagos when they sacked Petraghi, which was the first manager they had in charge of the season. Now, Petraghi had won two and drawn three and lost seven, so he'd only got nine points in those games. And then Sergidis took over for 22 games, where he won four, drew 10, and lost eight. Yep. Yeah. Uh, managed to get Olympiagos to the semifinals of the cup. And he drew with Ael in the first leg. And then I think unfairly, he was unfairly sacked by Don Naridis mm-hmm. uh, and replaced him with Nedim Dudic, uh, who then went on to win one, draw two, and lose eight. <laughs> now, one of the I think one of the main reasons uh, the Olympiagos um, people around Olympiagos wanted Dornari this out was probably that decision. Seridis I think was doing a very good job with a very below par team. Yeah. Um, which is why I was like, well, maybe bring him into Cyprus since he seems to do so well with what gets by our calls uh, below par team. Ugh. Anyway, and uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. Um, yeah, Doxa. I think I, I think it's a good shot for Doxa. Um, he's obviously got to get these players motivated because at the moment they're not they're not doing much, are they? No, no. And we we were quite impressed with some of their signings, in all fairness, but. Yeah. Um... Doesn't look like it's working out at the moment. But I'll tell you what, what I will say, mate, is uh, Castro, the Ayers winger, he joined them from Map in January. Mm. And prior to that, he was at Box. Now, I'm actually quite happy he's doing well. It's three goals in four games for him. Okay, I know he scored two two the other day. But I'll, I'll never forget this summer, I was talking to a former academy player of a Premier League club and he was talking to a Cypriot second division club. And my advice to him was even if the money isn't great, go there, play your ass off for at least six months and in January you'll get your move. And then you can then move in the summer if you do well to a first division club. And I use Castro as the example because he was at Box. He signed there in August. He had a pretty decent campaign up until January when Mayap signed him 
And lo and behold, this summer, he joins Ayers. Mm -hmm. He's only 26. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if this vein of, vein of form will continue, but he certainly, certainly started the season well. One of those players that kind of goes under the radar as well. And I think naturally they're going to be in Group B. We know this is going to happen. Mm. But players like him make the difference from whether you go up, sorry, stay up or go down. So I, th I think he'll be a good player for them. Then again, you never know if January comes and some club might be interested in him. That might be in Group A. You never know. Depends if they can afford it. There you go. Right, next game. <laughs> oh, blimey. Yep. So, yeah, Ayek 3, Othello 2. Othello are not scared of anyone, are they, mate? They don't care. It's like, do you know what? We're favourites to go down. Let's just go at it. And do you know what? I think they were courageous. But Fransol is the man. And he is getting me all the fantasy points in our league. And I told you you'll be in the top goal-scoring list. I told you. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's been fantastic, hasn't he? Is is he's, he's yeah. up there with the bet, better performers in the league so far? Um, Another Pierre yeah. Charles there. Um, yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's not it's not his worst mistake. I'll say that. No, no, it's not his worst mistake. He's done worse, uh, and I think he pulls. He does redeem himself at the end. Though, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I. I like obviously, I got the win. Francois got two. Triskovsky got the other one. Uh, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yep. But I've got to say, I'm really impressed with how Othello's are, are attacking uh, these big teams as well. Obviously, they got the draw with Abolon. They they've got this result against Ayek. They're, they're they're going for it, aren't they? They're not. They're not kind of sitting back well I mean they're, they're guessing they are sitting back a little bit but they're they've they've got something about them that's kind of making me think uh, maybe that maybe that Opta power rankings was correct mm. because they they had the Voxa coming last and they had Othello staying up out of the three teams that have gone up so Oh, it's, it's an interesting one. That's a really good save from Pirich as well there, for yep. instance. But yeah, yep. uh, but but yeah, I Ike, Ike were good for the win. I think despite Othello's attacking intent, I think Ike just had too much for him. They they did, but you know they they could have they could have got something at the end there, as we saw with the mm. uh, the clearance off the line and. Look, I don't want to take anything away from Othello because for them to go to the arena and play with with balls, you got you got to hand it to them. Mm -hmm. But then you got to question Ike because they've conceded a lot of silly goals this season, and it's actually worse than the back end of last season because you could yeah. you could blame the back end of last season on fatigue, but this season, I don't know what it is. I really can't put my finger on it. I don't know either. I mean, in theory, a lot of the early transfer window business they did as well was to try to improve that back line. So they brought in Robert from Abolon, they brought in Gadelari from Belgium. So, you know, they 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 looked to, to kind of solidify that defence a little bit. And it, in fact, it's gone the other way, hasn't it? It really has. And it's, it's, it's a strange one. Now, 
I mean, that's the other thing as well, is they've brought a new goalkeeper in. Yeah. It was it, it was playing for Valencia last season. Yep. Uh, and we've seen Pirich is, is not having the best start. He's kind of continuing the kind of form he was in at the end of last season. Yeah. So it's like when when do you make the change? To be fair to Ayek and Ultra, you know, there's a lot of managers that have got that decision to make, not just in Cyprus. You know, if you look in the Premier League, there's a lot of goalkeepers. Uh, there's, there's people questioning whether or not they should be starting or not for their team. Yeah. So, so you know, it's a, it, it's a problem everywhere is how much confidence do you put in to your first choice goalkeeper? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And, um, you know, going, just quickly going to Othello, because I think we're, we're seeing a team that, as I mentioned before, they, they show no fear, but they've got players who've been around, so to speak. You know, Brambila, mm-hmm. the, the left winger, the Brazilian. you got Sangare, the striker who was at Ozer. Yeah. And I think that they're building something. But again, I'm... I get the feeling that it's we've got these players who are at peak age now, 27, 28, 29. And if they can prove their worth now, then they'll be able to sell them on. I think that's what they're trying to do. But at the same time, I'm pretty certain that they're trying to trying to stay up as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think as well. You know, uh Garpozis, I think, is doing a very, yeah. very good job there. You know, he, from 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 last season, he was getting them performing. Um, I, and then look, they got all this as an assistant yeah. coach as well, you know, something you know, someone who I really rate as a person and uh, as a coach. So, you know, when you've got nice guys and and they, they obviously know the game as well, they're not just mm. random people that have got jobs on you know, my Kumbaro gives me the job kind of thing, they've worked their asses off, you know. Yeah. Or the sale was coaching Ari's um youth academy. Mm. So he's got he's got credentials, man. So yeah, another one. Let's see, let's see. Right, the f- uh, it's not the final game. Sorry, it's not the final game. Is it the final game? No, it's not because no, there were six games this weekend. Yeah, we've only done two. There we go. Well, there isn't really much to talk about with this one because I yeah. wanted to do new at IL and we should have won, mm. but we didn't. Uh, we danced ten men, didn't finish a game with eleven players. Talk to me, bro. Yeah. Oh well, uh, I mean. It's, it's it's just basically, isn't it? Kakulis had a great chance at the beginning of the match. I'm going to keep bringing the spire up all the way through this. <laughs> basically, <laughs> it's, it, it, it went it went with the national team and confidence got sapped out of him, didn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, uh, Kakulis from a match day before the international break would have scored that chance. Uh, Bezos is why well, he hit the bar. Um, but yeah, you know, the IL finally played Muriel and, you know, they, they kept a clean sheet. Surprise, surprise. Mm. You know, it's, there's, 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 a, there's a reason we rate him so highly. You know, he, he pulled off a couple of great saves. Um, and, yeah, the, the sending off kind of changed the game a little bit, didn't it? And, a little bit? Like a well, lot, mate. Bloody yeah, hell. But, We're all over him up until the red card. Yeah, but even then, I thought I thought the game was a little bit turgid. You know, it was very <laughs> not not turgid. What's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's it, there wasn't any urgency in 
there was there, I, I didn't I didn't feel like there was any urgency in what was going on. But yeah, I made it boring. I made it boring. Yeah, try to bore us with a four-five-one system. Oh, oh, that reminds me. That reminds me of uh, of somebody else. But yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, this this I'm not. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that down to uh, Alium. Is that Alium? Isn't it? I'm gonna yeah. put it down to him not being fresh. I'm gonna put it down to him being shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, Muriel is he's a goalie, isn't he? Yeah, he's a, he's a very good goalkeeper. But I'm I'm just frustrated that we had two clear cut opportunities in the first half. We had one at, at the end there with Humber. All right, the 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 Alium one, he was offside, so he wouldn't have counted. Right. But the fact still remains: two points dropped there, two points dropped against Gunnodissa, and I, I can't see us winning the title now. I don't know, man. Don't I, right again. Abuel fan commenting on Omonia. I really like. I don't want to say really like. Uh, Omonia's team looks good as a unit. Not necessarily. So maybe maybe the players themselves aren't the skill set that's probably required to win the league. But as mm. a unit, they seem more together. This at least at the start of this season than they were, you know, at the start of last season where oh, for sure. things think things were uh, things were entertaining on my side watching. Yeah. But obviously, you know, uh you first game of the season you're talking about Lost Gritas, you know, compared to this season. Again we it's something that I've brought up a few times is that the quality of the league, all the teams in the league have improved. I mean, we talked we talked earlier on about Voxa signing uh, some surprising players uh, and them looking to do something, which is all well and good. But then you see teams like you see teams like Achna uh, are bringing in the types of players that they're bringing. Garmiodis are bringing in players with MLS and League One uh, experience. You know, uh, sorry, League One, League One. Not League One. Um, League One's different, uh, and you know. So I'm not going to correct you. You live out there, so you should be getting it yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I should be doing. <laughs> I should be doing better with it, shouldn't I? But you know, a lot of these teams have improved leaps and bounds to try and catch up with everybody else around them. So you know, you're going to expect some hiccups. I mean, you know, Abolona drew with. Uh, Othello, for instance, you know, nobody expected that result, and it just came, uh, you know, the, the five all Achna with uh, uh, with with Ayek, yeah. So you know, the, it's not, it's it's the bottom half of the league has improved as well as the top half. So it's it's going to be a very competitive league, I think, this year. Well, fingers crossed. You know, last season we had a good start with Akrida beating on Monia and we thought, ah, you know, the, the lower-end clubs are going to be a bit of a handful. And then we saw Anorthosi slip off and then Ael slip off. Um, you know, Olympiagos made the top yeah, six. Bravo. Yeah. Olympiagos, who, let's get it right, was it three years ago got into the top six? Mm-hmm. Three years ago? 
So, yeah, look, at the end of the day, we know how it works out there. You might have one or two bad games and then they sack the manager and you're starting again and we're thinking, well, why did you sack the guy? And Anyway, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Final game of the short highlights. Anyway, Anorthosi winning 3-1 at Garmiodisa. Going about their business quietly again. I know they drew 2-2 last week against Salamina, but... You know, going to Gunmill, sorry, going to Barfour <laughs> yeah. to beat Gunmill, there's a Gunmill, there's something that Omonia couldn't do. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, Anorthosi is uh, scaring me. All right, you 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 could say, you know, they've, they've not played, you know, any big derbies yet. You know, they haven't played uh, Abuel Omonia or, or anything like that yet. But I got, they got Abuel at the weekend. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I don't know about any other Abuel fans, but I'm shitting myself about it. <laughs> it's because, especially kind of with the forward line that they've got, they've got Guerrero. I think Guerrero is going to be, if he's not MVP, he's going to be there or thereabouts. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, there's a there's a finish during this game as well for his goal. It's 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 a lovely it's little finish. Yeah. It's just a. Um. But yeah, it's he's that they've got that they've got they've got a forward that comes off the bench to score goals for them. Like they've That's got backups there, yeah. as well. So yeah. you know, even even if even if Juarez doesn't do much, they've got somebody who can come on and and do it for them. There's the goal. There's that finish. Yeah. I, I I think there's an angle from behind the goal that just that just. Oh, and it's not on the highlights reel. No, never mind. not in that one, no. no. All right, never mind. But yeah. Um, Garmiodisa, uh, I think it's going to be... It's going to be another season like last season, I think, for Garmiodisa. Uh, mm. I want to talk I wanna talk about this bloody... Like, what? <laughs> it, 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 uh, did do they Was need that to investigate? Was that Malone? I, I thought, is Malone still there? I thought he went. I don't know. Oh my god! Uh, but, uh, do they need to investigate? I will give you my opinion on this one. I think, and I know this is going to sound like a bit of a cop out, but I think looking at that pitch because that pitch is dreadful, yeah. right? I think he's just got he's Malone. I think he just got caught in the turf. Yeah, it's it's not just that though. There's like the pass back to him is very short as well. Um, there's this pressure on. No, the, I, I don't think Garmiodis are, are that, that kind of club. Faso. they're not that kind of club to get okay. involved in. So so I, so so we should I, investigate them, is what you're saying. I I I'm. I'm not saying anything. I just feel that they're not that kind of club. They've never been involved in rigging matches before. So why would they Correct. start now? Correct. Yeah. No, you know, you're right. I should have. Why would they start I, now? I wasn't thinking when I said it. You're right. You're anyway. right. Yeah. Anyway. Well, look, there's something I will say about this game. Garmadosa's goal came from a set piece. Mm -hmm. And you guys have been pretty good at set pieces. Or from set pieces. So maybe, maybe Sapinto might think, ah, I'm going to just whip that ball in the box and get Gilly oh, Dai and Vali on it. Listen, there's there's another uh, 
there was another uh, highlight for Karimodi's side in there at one point as well, where it's Theodoro putting in this amazing little dinked cross that just curves past two of the Anorthosi defenders. Like it, it, it goes zoom like that and lands on Karimodi's player's head. Uh, and then the, the, I think, um, uh, what, uh, what's his name? The Anorthosi goalkeeper. Abeloda. Abeloda. Oh, no, not Abeloda. It was Mikhail, sorry. Yeah, it was yeah. Mikhail who played. Abeloda was injured. Um, it, does, it does a pretty good save. Um, and I'm looking at that. I'm thinking, we've sent him on loan and we've kept Fed Fatsidis. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the Abuel game. Um, okay. I just want to mention before we before we leave Anorthosi and Garmiotisa. So, obviously, I already yes. mentioned. Carmelissa signing Beneze, which is the yes. guy with the Liga and the MLS experience. Uh, we've got uh, FC Evian, Nim, Cayenne, Guincam, Toronto FC, Colorado Rapids, and Seattle Sounders. So, you know, some pretty good teams. Some pretty good teams. And, and, that, and he was on the bench that game. I'm guessing, I'm guessing they're going to bring him in slowly. But yeah, I, I'm expecting something from this guy. He seems to have a good pedigree. Well, look, Elo Lucci is gone, so they need that creative yeah. spark for sure. Because mm. I think Elo Lucci was fantastic. He, he was fantastic for a I was just saying because we had him on the pod. But, you know, I think he worked well with Lukili. And yeah, let, let's, see, let's see what this lad is. He's 32 years old, though, so... Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot of experience. And they got rid of Gravenberch as well. So, you know, I've kind of gone off guard with this now. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he went back to he went back to the Netherlands. Um, I just want to mention Chico Banza, Chico time again. Yes. Um, so, even, even when he's doing nothing, it's a problem. Yes. So, he gets yes. called up for his national team. He goes to represent yes. Angola, he goes to Africa, he plays the international games. But he got stuck in Angola because <laughs> that his transport from where he was on international duty to the airport that would have taken to the flights that would have taken him back to Cyprus was late and he missed the connection. So <laughs> he arranged something else quite quickly. But it meant by the time he arrived in Cyprus, it was only a couple of, a couple of hours before they came with Karmiotisa, so he was left out of the team. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that obviously Chico Banza now plays for Anorthosi after yes. the transfer from Nea Salamina. Now this is this is something that you found uh, today. <laughs> which I think is fantastic. I'm going to try and read it in my mum's English accent. Can, can yeah. I bring it up on the screen while yeah, you do yeah. that? I'll... Yeah. No, so this is, this is the official statement as well. So this is something that they've put out officially. All right, look at that. That's a great <laughs> font, isn't it? So, so here we go. I mean, here I we mean, go. I'm, I'm going listen. for it. Bro, I'm I'm sorry, but the moment I saw it, I didn't even read it. I just looked at it. I was like, "Oh my god, what is this?" There's, it just looks like only, a, it looks like a ransom note. <laughs> there's only one full stop. Have you noticed that? 
Yes. There's only one full stop. It's oh. it's it's been center aligned, and you can see. So they wrote oh, the first. They wrote the first line, and then you know attempt goes down into the second line. Then they pressed enter, <laughs> wrote the second line, got to of, pressed enter again, and then they wrote the rest of it. So here we go, right? Go on, please. Uh, after some friendly and unsuccessful attempts with the Nea Salamina club regarding the obscure transfer of our former player, Francisco Concalves Calumbo, Chico Banza, <laughs> and Box Xilodimbo will go to FIFA and all competent bodies to recover our rights, as stated in the contract, and which, for our surprisingly, Club Salamina did not respect it. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I got tears, mate. I got tears. Public relations is my passion. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Uh tears, honestly. Honestly, I, I I don't know where to begin with this. I really don't. It's just the beginning with the Nea Salamina Club. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> Chico no, no. Bantha in yeah. capitals. <laughs> yeah. And then the one that got me, Box Xirodimbu. Well, their name is actually B Omi uh, B Omigro Xilodimbu. Yeah. Yeah? So- it's so they, they basically call themselves Omilos. Yeah, Omilos. Yeah. So yeah. basically now then their name is Bodosferigos, Omilos, Xilotimbu, Xilotimbu. It's not just that. It's they didn't capitalize box. The box. So yeah. so it's just pox. <laughs> Honestly, man. Honestly, and Club de Salamina, Club Salamina, Club de Salamina. <laughs> Surprisingly, with a capital S. Ah, uh, it's 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 beautiful, isn't it? It's beautiful. It's, yes, you can't yes. you can't make some of this stuff up, man. Well, do you know what I got? I was thinking about earlier. With Chikobantha, because of the circus, it's it's a small circus. It's a small circus. I, I think he's like the Cypriot football's version of Balotelli, but very tame, mm. very very tame, right? And I think maybe because of how he is in terms of the the the, sh- the bat shittery that happens with him, I think it affected Box and their communications. I think that's what it did. I think uh, like a system uh, error. Do you, you think? You think? Pox had a contagious, a contagion attack them. Possibly, possibly. Uh, yeah, that was a bit sweaty. I, I, yes. I, I think I, I think of something better next time. Just trying to. Uh, it's Chico COVID. Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Chico time. <laughs> whenever you had a bad, whenever you had a bad day, or you make loads of typos, away, it's Chico time. Is what yeah, it is. exactly. Yeah. Right. Are there? Let's move on. And we will talk about the new derby of Cyprus. Ari won, Buffer won, contender for goal of the season from Dragomir. Benson with a good goal, giving Ari the lead. I tried to watch this game in its entirety, but I had other things on, unfortunately, so I wasn't really paying too much attention. But it looked like Buffer had more possession and, and more opportunities, or better opportunities, shall I say. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. Baffo probably had the, the better opportunities out of the team, out of the two teams. Um, yeah, it's uh, I kind of I kind of look at Aris and I still think that the defense is is very suspect. You see, there was a few errors creep, uh, creeping in, especially. Um, Especially, they couldn't deal with Bruno. Like Bruno was was carving them open a few times. That tells you how bad their defending is, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you had Van Alves basically doing the defender's job like two or three times. You see him kind of head of the ball away, and then I think Bruno try, tries to chip him at one point as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's it's. I, I guess score more than you concede, but yeah, here's here's that chance there. So Van Alves tries to head the ball away, and then Bruno tries to chip him and fails, uh, like 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 you would expect. I yes. don't want to. I mean, I don't want to be too mean, but yeah, you know, what's new? Um, <laughs> Water but is yeah, wet. yeah. Um, there's there, there again. There's a, there's a few chances. So Dragomir, he, he tries it. He tries it once and almost pulls it off and Alves pulls off a, a, a good save and I think the next highlight is the Aris goal as well isn't it and you know the the the, the goal from Aris is a great individual work from Benson he's, he's like taking it past a few defenders tries to lay off the pass uh, the, he plays the ball, a one-two with the defender. Yeah, yeah. That. The ball basically bounces <laughs> back to him, and he keeps he keeps controlled, he keeps calm, and he slots it into the corner. You kind of you kind of see Ivicic is really pissed off with himself for not being able to get to it. But yeah, and and I've been I've been I, I've I've been a bit critical of Ivicic, but I don't think there was anything he could have done with that. Really, you know, you've got a big crowd of players. The ball comes. Uh, comes through quite quickly from from Benson once he gets once once he gets the shot away. So I think. Well, look, I I think the fullback does well to bring him inside. It's just that yeah. he got a little bit fortunate with the with the battle with the bobble. You know, it comes yeah, off the yeah, defender. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, but it's a good finish though near post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but yeah, you just see Evers. It's just like I can't believe I've let that one in, and I'm like, eh, you know, you you've made worse mistakes than that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. But yeah, um, but then, yeah, then, then, but then, this this bloody goal happens. Flip here now, flip here now. I mean, <laughs> come on, come on. I, um, I'll be very surprised if our viewers don't vote that goal of the season. But there's still a long way to go. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I've got, I've got to argue with you there. I've got to argue really? with you there. For me, it's still Andreo or Cristodulo. Really? Yeah. Nah, man. This... Against Abolon. Nah, nah. This. Or Andreu's one. One of the This, this is technique. Come on, like it's I it's see. a difficult one to hit. And he, he yeah. has smashed that bastard. Like, yeah. You can you can hear the ball screaming when he hits. It. He can, ah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like if there, if there, if there wasn't a net, the ball will still be travelling. No, he'd have, he'd he'd have proper... broken the LED board behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He proper smashed that. I mean, you see Van Alves like kind of react to it afterwards. It's like, what, what am I going to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think Bafos were, were in 
if if they if they had scored a goal to win this game, you'd probably you'd probably say they deserved it. You know, they hit the bar as well at the end. I think that's uh, manga, wasn't it as well? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, check right. check check his yellow card count. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then again another save from Alves. You can see he's he's. Pissed off with his Va, na, 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 <laughs> And then, yeah, and the there card. you go. And yeah. then a red card for the Bafos assistant coach. So I'm not sure what was going on there. Um, but yeah. Men- yeah, Benelao Santonio there handing the red card to the Bafos assistant coach. Yeah. So a fair result, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I'd say, anyway. But... Yeah. Um, Neither team wanted that point, in all fairness, because no. I don't know who it benefits. It doesn't benefit any of them. And I think the, the team that benefited the most this weekend, well, the teams, were Omonia and Anorthosi, because Anorthosi obviously won. And we dropped points, but we're not worse off than what we were before. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway. Anyway. So, I don't know what else to say, apart from good, good luck to Adi. They've got Sparta Prague tonight, because obviously we're recording... Wednesday, and this is going out on a Thursday. Yeah. So they are in the Czech Republic. I was about to say Czechoslovakia. Fucking hell. Oh, my age. Well, do you know what I accidentally was about to say? Czechoslovakia, because I was watching um, this Twitter account yesterday. No, sorry, this morning. And it said this time, however many years ago, 30 odd years ago, wherever it was, English teams were back in Europe. And Man United played Peshki Munkas from Hungary. And Aston Villa played Banico Strava. And the commentator kept calling him Czechoslovakia because obviously that was before the, the whole thing. So, mm. yes. There you go. Anyway. There you there go. You go. So, good luck, also, Yeah. One thing that we that I don't think we've mentioned is that video that the Irish social media did to, to announce Gagorin was uh, signing... Oh, no, we didn't mention this. Everyone has their own hero. Yeah, we did not mention this. Um, And I don't have it, unfortunately. It's it's, Um, it's fine. Watch watch that bloody video. It's like, like, at the the end of it, you're like... Yeah, it's incredible. (laughs) I don't have it on me, obviously, but it's it's brilliant. Again, we've said it so many times. A lot of people have said it. Their social media is... Head and shoulders above everybody else. Oh, here we go. I got it. Oh, you got it. I got it. Fantastic. Cinematic. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. That's brilliant. They they know what they're doing. Mm. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly. By the way, speaking of knowing exactly what they're doing, I think I do want to do this right now. But since we're on the subject of of Ari, this photograph went viral. Um, it's a photograph of a young lady with a, a thong, wearing a thong, and for some reason, someone took a photograph of it put it on the internet, and it went viral. Um, what I will say is, 
as men, yes, we can appreciate things like these if we're that way inclined. But there are women that go to football matches and they don't want to be, you know, the centre of attention. They just want to go watch a game of football. And the other thing that I will say, and I'm I'm treading a, a fine line with this one, and that's why you can you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. But this girl does not look over the legal age of consent. I'm just putting it that way. So be careful, people, whenever you take photographs of women or girls, because she might not be legal, yeah? And then you're being labelled a word that rhymes with bonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's just yeah. So, but this this is Cyprus. These sort of things they make the the front pages or the yeah. websites, and it's 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 a weird thing. So this is where I'm going to come in. Right? Is that a lot of the sports websites, social media accounts do this a lot? Mm. Like it's it's just so they can get clicks onto the website. Is like, oh. This woman on Instagram's got a nice rack. Check her out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and you're like, what's what's that got to do with fucking anything? Yeah. It's it's not just obviously it's not just the person who took the photo. Of course, they're a big problem. It's also that web page that you brought up there propagating yeah. the photo as well. Yep. Not just letting it be, being like, oh, look what got viral. Yeah, click on our page to see the thing that went viral as well. You know, yep. it's 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 disgusting. I don't have I don't have other words for it. It's it's disgusting. And I find it a little bit uncomfortable because you know, I know many females go to football matches in Cyprus mm-hmm. and they go there to enjoy the football. They don't get chatted up by blokes. Maybe that's just not the way that things are done in Cyprus. In the UK, women are always reporting sexual abuse at football matches. Mm-hmm. And this girl, as I said, listen, for all we know, she might be 14, 15. Yeah. So uh, the, these are things that people need to really tread carefully. And also, also, I'm pretty certain, pretty certain that in Cyprus, these rules are actually stricter than they are in the UK. Because I know in Cyprus, you're not allowed to take a screenshot of someone's social media profile and put it on your social media without their permission. Now, this girl clearly hasn't um, given them her consent to take a photograph. And she's with her mum as well for crying out loud. How many girls go to football matches with their mothers? How many girls, adult women, go to football matches with their mothers? And this is the other thing. This, t- this has got to be a bit of a red flag to tell you, boys, come on, she might not be the right age. So just be careful, man. Just be careful. That's all I have to say. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move yeah. on. We've done 46 minutes already. Bloody hell. Jesus, we haven't even, we haven't even gone, gone through the, the proper meat and drink. Anyway, let's talk about uh, Abolon getting a draw away at Aboel. Wow, Shall I just go the- off on one? Yeah, go on. I tell you what, I'm gonna go get fill up my bottle of water because my primer's run out. So you keep talking, and I will go yeah. bring my get my water and come back. All right, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna talk, and you jump in when you come back. So, first of all, I know I sound like a broken record. Petrovic is not a central defender. He's not. 
I don't care how many goals he scores. Slenderman is a DM, and I'm pretty sure he was originally brought in to be a defensive midfielder. Now, the... The... Saying that, you know, he's, he got a goal. So, you know, we, we, it, like we mentioned earlier, Abuela good at the attacking set pieces. It's been for a long time now that that's the case. Um, you know, uh, what we don't seem to be good at anymore is finishing. None of the strikers, none of the forward line, none, none of these people seem to have their shooting boots on anymore, which is disappointing for me. Uh, I was expecting Kvili Dyer to kind of kick on and perform a bit better uh, with, his, with his stats than he had done uh, last season. Doesn't seem to be the case. So, uh, here you go, here's the goal. So very well-worked corner routine. Uh, Surprised nobody went on to Dongala to to stop the cross, but it's a great cross. And you know when when you're like nine foot eight, <laughs> you just need to stand there and the ball lands on your head. But yeah, he's he scored a goal, very good goal. Got no problem with it. Now we'll get to it. But what we're not, what we don't seem to be good at anymore is defensive set pieces, mm. just defending in general. Um, it's just like uh, when we when we get to the Abolon goal, you, you'll see that uh, everybody's tracking runners for that first de- delivery, and everybody's running into the box with their runners. And then when the ball cannons off the post, just everybody switches off, except for yeah. Belic. And Belic is just stopping the ball from going in until Darikwa runs in and scores past Petrovic, who tried to save the shot with his hand. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, when it was, it was a really good shot here from Giriago as well. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, it's not a shame it didn't go in, but you know what I mean. Um, but, yeah, it's, I don't... This, this, this goal is a travesty. Defensively, is a travesty. Like, I think Petrovic got picked for, like... Uh, the, the first eleven for the, for the match day uh, for for the whole of the league. But like when you see him, you see the cross come in. He's watching the player and he's jumping up to head. Up. I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to get there. The ball is about he's, again. He's like nine foot five, and the ball is still like three feet away from his head. <laughs> so I don't know why he's tried to jump up for that. Anyway, anyway, uh, the, I got to got to finish talking while the highlights are, are going. So, uh, Sapinto makes all these bloody changes. Uh, all of them, I all of them as expected as before. Fet Fatsidis, Wilson, Efrem, Tomane, oh, come on. Uh, Efrem tried. Wilson tried. He actually has a shot towards the end of the game. Like, yeah, maybe maybe if he was fitter, he's probably finishing. Uh, a different time. Um, Tomane was nowhere to be found, and you can see, and you'll be able to see in the later highlights. Fed Fatsidis just keeps giving the ball away. Yeah, he's supposed to be a playmaker. He's supposed to be somebody who's kind of like uh, pulls something out of nothing, and all he does is is he doesn't he doesn't press to try to get the ball back. He loses the ball all the time. 
he's just is 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 look a lot of people shat on me when I said he's he, what we're getting him for he's not he's not worth anything uh and my expectations were low and he's still disappointing me so imagine all those people that jumped down my throat when I said it was a waste of time uh and you know I'm kind of looking at these players and you've got Ravril stuck on the bench you've got Theodoro uh on loan you've got players that should be playing that aren't it's really annoying um but yeah for Fed there's a lot of our boiled players are take uh, a lot of our boiled fans have gone on social media to be like, Yeah, uh, he's fat. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Uh, I've seen the memes. I've seen he's the shit. memes. It's got nothing to do with him being fat. He's shit. There we go. Right. Now boil on side of things, there's a chance right at the end for um Sagal. Mm-hmm. When the ball comes over the top, fucking slender man, slender man messes up in central defence. Yeah, he messes up, comes over his head, he gets caught in his feet, and it lands to Sagal, and Sagal tries to chip Belich and fails. Now, if Big Tazzle's on the end of that long ball, does that go in? <sighs> You're using the word if now. Yeah. Well, if, yeah, I know. If if my AI had balls, she'd be my bad pool. But, you know. Look, uh, mate, I, I watched this game in full. Yeah. Because uh, it started, uh, was it, how long? It was about 50 minutes into the Ari game, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Yeah. The first 25 minutes, half an hour, you guys were all over them. Yeah. And the, the, the highlights didn't do you guys any justice. You like, well, no, you we were, all we were all over them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the moment you got that that first goal, I thought, ah, here we go. Flood, floodgates are going to open now. But you didn't build on it. No. And obviously, because you guys weren't as dominant as you were prior to the goal, it gave Abolon the impetus to, to push forward. And they got their goal from defensive howlers. Yep. And this is something that you guys need to eradicate soon because you weren't making these mistakes last season. Nope. Nope, because last season we had players to play in defence. Again, keep putting it forward. And Sapinto said that the roster's complete and he's happy with it. And I'm like, we've got no defenders. We've got no. De- we've got seven. We've got seven defenders. Crespo's yeah. coming back slowly. So that's six defenders, right? And then three of them are Susic, so he's right back. Uh, you've got fucking Shabak, yeah, and we've got Hester right? So th- th- those those are fullbacks. So in the centre yeah. of defence, you've got Crespo, Vidar, and uh, Karamanoli. Yeah, and he doesn't want to play Karamanoli. Hey, what can I tell you, man? What can I tell you? He's a, he's a signing from Doxa, so you know I, I don't think that's a Sapinto signing. No, he's he's, he's a signing from Doxa on loan. So from the right. two players from Doxa that we've got, right? Abdurrahimi, uh, Abdurrahimi, Fawaz Abdullahi, mm-hmm. he's the one we've signed permanently. Yeah. 
He's the one that came on against us, wasn't he? Yeah. He's a you know, the, yeah. the one that was just doing this the, well, after he came on. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, anyway. God. Anyway. Back to Abolon. Going to change the subject quickly. Abolon. Abolon are not getting paid for Jovanovic. Yes. Yes. So, yes. they were supposed to get paid from Partizan a certain amount for Partizan entering the Conference League group stages. Now, depending on the source, they either haven't paid that Bollon for the first instalment of the fee for Jovanovic, or they haven't paid that bonus. Either way, FIFA has slapped them with a transfer embargo and a fine, and the embargo will be in place until they pay Abolon what is owned, as well as the fine. It's probably what pushed uh, Box COVID. It's probably what pushed COVID to go to FIFA mm. for Chico Banza. Yeah. Let's see. And there was also an incident in the stands as well, wasn't there? Yeah, well, we mentioned it right at the beginning, didn't we? Yeah. That uh, after the game, there was some trouble inside the stadium, like not not in the stands, but in the stadium, and the police thought it'd be a good idea to fire off some gas where there were families. Yeah. Well, the, the chief of police denied it, didn't he? Yeah, denied the chief it. of police denied it. Um, and then I, th- I, I don't know if there's been any videos or anything, but... I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen anything, anything e- either, but it, it, there's been denials. But yeah, um, that doesn't necessarily mean it hasn't happened. Well, the, the thing is, he said that um, they, they, the chief of police, uh, Christos Andreu, he said that the investigations were carried out, six people were arrested, banning orders have been implemented, um, and that's pretty much it, really. He said, oh, hang on, he said, uh, where is it? After the end of the match, and while it was announced by the loudspeakers of the stadium that the fans of the visiting team should stay in for a while in the stands, it seems that some Abolon fans have tried to break down the metal gates, resulting in partial use of tear gas by the police. At a given moment, this decision was taken, which in the end appeared to be the most correct one. So, apologies, he didn't deny it happened. He just denied that the police were culpable for what was going on. Mm. But when you're constantly telling people to stay where they are and they want to go home because it's not, you know, a, a European game where you keep the fans in for an hour and wait for everyone to clear. Maybe they're worried about fan violence. I don't know. But at the same time, people are thinking, well, I can get to my cars soon you know i don't know i don't know anyway anyway it anyway what it is before we move on to the really serious stuff just a yes. word vision update i don't know if you want to you want to cut it, it in you want to cut the video in no, 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 you know, afterwards, I'm, not now, but yeah. So, It's been a week and a half that everybody's been going like, oh, yeah, he's going to join Farco in Alexandria. That's that's what's going on. So they've been announcing all the players that they've signed every, like, six hours or so. New player, new player, new player. 
why does still not appeared in any of their statements, but he's been in the gym. So if yes. you check out his Instagram pictures, you can see fucking... Um, is his dog in the background? His dog is not in the background, so... <laughs> maybe he's not signing for Farco. Maybe. 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 Anyway, it is what it is. It is Other, what it let's is. move on. Let's move on. Serious stuff. Yep. Uh... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Referees on strike. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Farco have just announced him. Oh, get (laughs) out of here. Just now. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I thought to check, but there you go. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Wow, look at that timing. Look at that timing, (laughs) mate. Oh, Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. Can't believe oh, it. Oh, one minute. One minute. Let me just let me just get up the image. One second. Oh, here we go. There it is. Mickey Jr. Farco FC officially announced the signing of Amir Vada after parting ways with Raja Club Athletic. He'll wear the number 74 shirt at the club. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm just going to have to uh, reply with, uh, where is it? I'll All right, I'm, it I, 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 I'm putting oh. you on mute now. <laughs> where is it? Uh, no, 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 I don't know. I'll do it afterwards. Yeah. I'll do it afterwards. Yeah. I'll bring out all of my documents now, for fuck's sake. So, so, so there you go. Anyway, with that, White Division is closed. Yes. Yes. We're done. Now. We're done. End of an era. Yes, serious face. How 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 do you want to tackle this? I can I, I can read off. Like, okay. Well, uh, all right. Well, let, let let me start off with this one because yeah. this is something that shouldn't be happening. This is something that has been going on for a long time in Cyprus and. It's not the first time it's happened this year. It's not the first time we've been discussing it. And this time it was another referee who was attacked, or should I say his mum's car was blown up. And the the, the referees decided to go and strike. But I'll I'll leave the rest with you because there's a whole heap of stuff to, to go into, mate. Yep, yep. So here we go. You, you, you kind of broke this all down in a uh, in an article that you wrote for 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 gaffes and flares.com well done so check that out yeah um yeah. so is a breakdown of all the events that, that Stella had uh, had found for you so in 2009 an explosive device was planted outside Leon Diostratos's house. The Referees Association building was also targeted. An insurance company linked to the Cyprus FA president at the time, Kutsogumni, in Limassol was also bombed. No one knows who did any of it. Mm. 2010, two unidentified individuals throw Molotov cocktails at a car of assistant referee Aristides Christos while he was accompanied by the president of the Referees Association, George Babu... George, sorry, I can... 
notes changed it. Yorgos Babutsos. Yep. Yep. 2011, the association building is once again attacked. This time with a Molotov cocktail with abusive slogans scrawled on the walls. 2012, assistant referee Andreas Andreas targeted when, when unknown persons placed a firecracker under his car. 2014, Dratos is once again targeted with his company car destroyed in an explosion. The same year, the association building is attacked again, this time with, with the perpetrators caught on CCTV. 2015, improvised explosive devices were placed outside the homes of two referees, resulting in extensive damage to property. 2016, referee Yorgos Nikolaos's car was bombed as it was parked outside his house in Zigi, with extensive damage reported. 2017, Guma, fucking turtle heads vehicle, is set on fire <laughs> by arsonists, with the car written off. That's an insurance job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, but... Anyway, 2018, <laughs> a businessman involved in an investor group trying to buy Omonia had his car damaged by fire. In the same year, former referee and observer Kostas Papadanis had a bomb explode at his house in Larnaga. In 2020, referee Andreas Kostandino's car in Larnaga was targeted by an explosive dis- device, causing a match to be postponed. And then we get to this year. where we've Which had- we reported. We reported yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah, we've had three different things happen. Yes. So the Cyprus Referees Association is set on fire again, damaging the main entrance. A referee's vehicle parked at home was hit by a bomber explosion with significant front end damage. And Menelaos and Donil's mother's car was intentionally set on fire in an open parking lot. So Menelaos and Donil was the referee for the Aris Bafor game as well. Now, yep. we don't know if. That's the reason the bomb was placed there. We don't know. We we've got we've got not nothing. We've got nothing to go on here. Um, Again, strange one because there's nothing controversial in that game whatsoever. No, 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 no exactly. So that's the last one that broke. The, the that was the last straw that broke the camel's back, which led to the strike. Uh, and the strike led to the cancellation of the match on Monday between Nia Salamina and Ethnikozakna. So then the police came forward with an update. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna read this, uh, and then think back to at the start of me going off about these events that happened. So this specific case is being investigated. We have not said the arson is directly linked to the specific person. Exams are being held in various directions because that we have we have heard that no such case has ever been solved. There have been cases that have been solved. I'm talking about cases in general. I'm not signaling cases related to football. For the referees, there were some cases which are still being investigated. These cases are difficult. Many times the silence of the police does not necessarily mean that we have something to hide. To reveal such information is very harmful to the investigative work. In all these cases that we consider very serious, we never stop investigating until they are solved. The cases are not left in the draw. So what I would say is, um, Leon Diostratos is going to be very happy that the police is still investigating from 2009 because no one knows at the moment who planted the explosive device outside his house. Same with the two unidentified individuals in 2010 
that threw Molotov cocktails at the car of Aristides Christos. Um, again, it's Andreas Andreu in 2012. His car was attacked with firecrackers by unknown yeah. people. So again, you know, this is from 10, 12, uh, we're going up to 14 years back and nothing's been done about them. But yeah. remember, these cases are not left in the drawer. No. 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 Not in the drawer. No. Anyway. Not in the drawer. So the Cyprus Referee Association president, so Babudsos, which was uh, mentioned earlier, says the union have no involvement with the cancellation of the game that got cancelled, as the Cyprus FA did not involve the union, instead talking to uh, individual referees. So, and then obviously, they, they in a statement, he then went off to say, but yeah, if you're going to cancel a game, you cancel all the games. In all yeah, cancel all of them, from Division 1 through to grassroots. Like, it's... All of it. Yeah, I see what, yeah. 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 But, but at the time, they only cancelled the Salaminachna game. They didn't, yeah. they didn't confirm the rest of the games were cancelled until further notice. Yeah. Didn't Salamina is... come out with a statement as well? I think, wasn't it, the yeah. press officer that said something along the lines of, well, if it was uh, one of the bigger clubs, they would have had a say in it, but we didn't. Yeah. I mean, I would say... Very, very bad take for the, yeah. for the time being. You know, it's not. Yeah, it's not what should have been said at the time. No. Um, now, a meeting was held on Tuesday, which last long lasted longer than two hours. And the decision was reached on Wednesday morning for the referees to return with the match day program this weekend unaffected. So far. Well, before you carry on, yeah. the meeting was. Tuesday night, wasn't it? And it was about yeah. two and a half hours long. Yeah. Anyway. And, but they said that the refer that a decision wouldn't come out until the morning after. Yeah. So obviously, it's basically to give the union enough time to go back to the referees and say, this is what we've been promised. Are you happy with that? Before obviously confirming that they're happy with that. Yep. Now, Cyprus FA put out a statement in the first instance, the Cyprus FA and the referees have requested a meeting with the Minister of Justice and the Chief of Police. The intention of the Cyprus FA and the referees is to submit specific recommendations within the framework of the state's responsibilities. In essence, for me, there that, that paragraph says, fuck all. Yeah. We're going to complain. That's all that says. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, at the same time, President Gumas, fucking turtle head, has addressed a letter to the presidents of all clubs asking for their own contribution to defuse the situation by taking specific measures. Whatever um, does that mean? Whatever yeah. does that mean? Because, look, look, I'm not trying to be funny here, but these bombings did not happen during games. They didn't happen in stadiums or around the stadiums. These happened at the the homes of, yeah, yeah, of the referees. So, mm. you know, you can't... Okay, the clubs can do what they can in the sense of putting out statements, which a lot of them did, 
to say we condemn this, yada, yada, yada. But what can the clubs do? They don't even have control over the fan cards, really. No, I mean, the, the, the requirements of the clubs is obviously to pay for the police presence at the games. Right, but that, that's got nothing well, to do you, with you, the... <laughs> Yeah, exactly, what you're going to remind them of their obligations and maybe ask them to pay more so there's more police at the games. But what's that going to do for the security of the officials and their families after the games? Well, there you go. I mean, yeah, the only thing that maybe maybe uh, Gumas is going to ask him if you know, if you know people involved in this, you need to come forward and tell us. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. But do you see any club presidents trying to bring down? Of course not. Of course not. Especially, if it, especially if the perpetrators are linked with, you know, ultras or fan groups then of course not man exactly of course not and we we haven't even even mentioned the problems between Ayla and Abolon fans that we saw a few years ago where I can't remember which set of fans attacked who in their clubhouse and they locked the door and they threw the the Molotov in there as well yeah it's it's I don't know I don't know I don't. I don't know how you tackle this with without you know societal change. It's mm. it's a very very difficult thing. Yeah, but it just seems like a random attack on the lad's mum. You know, it's a random attack. If if he, no, I'm not saying I could understand it if he made a if he made a bad decision because I still wouldn't understand it because it's it's, it's deplorable. But it 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 don't make no sense to me because I don't I can't remember him making a mistake where we where we've said oh you know it's it's cost the team a game or whatever I, I don't know i really don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know listen it could be as well that there's something ulterior going on like for instance yeah. somebody might have offered him the chance to do something and he rejected mm, and that he said no thank you and then yeah, yeah. and then yeah. okay well here's Here's something to remember us by, kind of thing. So, but then yeah. something else happened. Well, we still got so there's still a little bit more of the of, of the speech from from the Cyprus FA. The set of measures and decisions that were finalised in the last 24 hours will be implemented in the immediate future without meaning that all the actions that will be taken will be made public. Secret, secret, secret. Whisper, whisper, whisper. Mm. That doesn't sound dodgy at all, that last paragraph, does it? Nope. Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Anyway. Uh... In the meantime, President Turtlehead, I'm going to keep referring to that as that, it's going to stick. In the meantime, he was coming up with a plan B. Did you know what yes. his plan B was? Oh, I do know his plan B, yes. Okay. So, it was to bring in foreign referees to officiate all the matches from the first and the second division, which were to be played this weekend. The cost was specified at somewhere near 100,000 euros. Mm. 
So that's where all the fine money goes, lads. It's for plane yep. tickets and hotels for referees coming to Cyprus and then club presidents flying to Spain. <sighs> Mate, do you know what? It's come to a point now where it makes you wonder if the CFA actually care about football. Do they fuck? <laughs> makes you wonder, doesn't it? It's... Because it... these decisions that they've been making, right... It's the domino effect, isn't it? It is. The snowball effect. It is. And then they're getting things wrong in every element of the game, whether it be from grassroots, the national team, referee, technology, even the VAR situation they still haven't got right. Mm -hmm. And it just makes you wonder when you see six or seven club presidents having a jolly up in Spain. Six. Six, sorry. Sorry, six. And this is being subsidised by the CFA who probably use the money that they've made handing out fines to their clubs for not playing enough separate players. The irony is, is incredible. Yeah. Think about it. These clubs do not play the two designated separate players that they're supposed to in the starting lineup, they get yeah. fines. They take the fines because hey, it doesn't matter. I'd rather take a fine than spend X amount of money on a separate player or develop a separate player. That money goes to the CFA, and then when the separate national team play against Spain, your mate Turtlehead gets the money from the fines from the kitty and says, "Here you go, lads. Petty cash. Let's let's get you on a flight to Spain." Let's pay for your hotels. Well, it's fine. You're just so, getting your money back, really. Yeah. It's kind of washing, isn't it? Mm. Kind of. Think if you think so, about it. So, here we go, right? Last week, the teams that were fined for not playing enough Cypriots, again, that number is two. From all two Greece. Cypriots is the number that they should have. One at Two, uh, uh, like you know, even, even you know, the count on Sesame Street he at least goes three. Uh, 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 you know, <laughs> you got Apoel, Apollon, Carmiodissa, Aris, Bafo, and Aik were all fined for not playing enough Cypriots. Mm -hmm. so six out of fourteen teams in the league, four of them have a president who accepted an invitation to go to Spain to watch the national team. So here's, here's a gauntlet to chuck down on everybody that's going to get me some hate. If you're a fan of these teams and you're pissed off at the state of the national team and you aren't pissed off at this stat and your team being involved in it, you're part of the problem. Hector Salamanca. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, that's a bit distasteful, given what we've just been talking about. Sorry. I saw the reference and I had to go for it. Oh, my God. 
Oh dear! So you're lining them. You're lining them up, and I'll launch a Molotov at it. <laughs> Fucking hell! Uh, figuratively no, no speaking. Yes, figuratively speaking. No jokes. Very serious. We're very serious. <laughs> right. Okay. Let, let's move on from one gadastasi to another. <laughs> Oh my god. So us gets fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you want me to gets fire? Do you want me to do Mate, a, a brief well, little thing? Yeah, well look. Yeah, so uh, Yeah, go on. Go so Gerkida um uh, all all these um all these different uh, media uh organizations, they have like a kind of like a meet the press kind of thing discussion with the national team manager following a uh, uh, inter- following international matches to kind of question the manager about what the fuck has happened <laughs> um, and Gerkida in their um, in their wisdom infinite opened, wisdom yeah infinite have wisdom. opened their chance for interviewing gets by a They've opened it up to the public to allow every Soma, Villo, and Haralambo to ask their questions instead. Yep. Did, did you see what I did there? Yes, very yeah. good. Yeah, I, I know, right? I, I, I enjoyed very that. Very good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we're going to, we, we, as in me and you, we're going to monopolize that by sending Gerkida like a proper, like, like a big old list. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh yes. So the question is: Is what do we ask? Well, uh, I think you've got some questions already, haven't you? Oh, I've got lords. I've got lords. I can read them all off for you. Go ahead. Yeah. I'll so, see if I can add some as well. One. In case, in case, in case, I've, you haven't covered them. One. Why do you insist on playing players out of position? Stelios Andreu is not a right wing back. Alexander Gogic is not a central defender. First one. Second one. Why are you picking four forwards and persisting with only one on up top? Third question. You complain that you have to pick players who do not play first-team football every week. On your bench versus Spain, you had Pitas, Pileas, Ioannou, Gagulis, Ilia and Loizu. Now, on top of that, you've got Mal, Gogic, Caro, Laifis, Kiriago, Andreu, Gusulos and Haralambus, who all start for their teams. And there's also a load of players that you even haven't even considered that start for their teams, like Hector Gibriano, Rua Sodirio, Nick Tsarulla, Evangelos Andreu, Vasilis Papafotis, Sergio and Gacharis at Nasalamina, Bechlivanis at Achna, Christos Chelis at Volo in the Super League in Greece. What do these players have to do to get in your team? Bileas, what makes Korea a better left back than Bileas? Bilas won the league with Aris last season. He's now playing in the Super League in Greece. Gorea plays for Anorthosi. If you don't have the players to play the formation you want to play, like you keep saying, then why do you not change the formation? What do you have to say to fans that are being escorted out of the stadium just because they disagree with your tactics or your player selection? Because that happened against Scotland. Yeah. 
Why do you persist on picking players over the age of 33 like Andoniadis, Christophe and Ephraim just to have them sat on the bench twiddling their thumbs? Why do you call up Marinos Johnny's where he then has to make the trip out from Kansas in the US to Cyprus to only play him for 40 minutes in the two games and in those 40 minutes play him in a position he doesn't normally play? If anything... Jonis doesn't meet your requirement of playing first-team football as he's currently a substitute player for Sporting Kansas. And my last question from me, from me, is the most important question, from I you. think, from me. It's the most important one. Where are your balls? Well, I don't think we'll add that question, just in case they no, decide no. to delete. Yeah. Just yeah, don't, they... don't don't add it, but it just think if they come back and say, "Have you got any more questions?" We can put that one in. True. Well, I, I would have probably similar questions, but I would also ask why are they not promoting players from the under twenty ones? Because yeah. we've got several players in the under twenty ones that can do just as good a job as the players in the in the main national team squad. Mm -hmm. I want to know why there aren't any second division players being considered, given that the three goalkeepers that we have, the, the Cypriot-born and bred goalkeepers, Dimitrios, Poljaric and Panayi, aren't even first choice at their clubs. Why are they not looking at these, these youngsters? I also want to know why, why there's always a, a plethora of unorthodoxy players in the squad. Mm -hmm. But I'm interested to know the, these things. And, you know, you mentioned Johnny flying halfway around the world, you know, literally halfway around the world to only get 40 minutes. Well, you know, you did the same with Sodiril and he played. So what makes him different when clearly there are three other strikers, as you mentioned, who are in form, or were in form, up until the bloody break. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very, you know, it's, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to come with a few of the same questions as well. Well, listen, I, there's other things as well. You know, he, he said that he took over a national team that had just beaten Estonia in a relegation playoff, so what do you expect? Improvement. How yeah, how, how, does, how does that fill his players with confidence? How? How, do, how does that make them want to play for the national team? Mm -hmm. You know? It, for me, there, there, are, there are so many questions we could ask. But I'm going to go with, with yours, obviously, and the ones that you know, we are, I'm going to, I've brought in as well and we're going to send the email and I think it's at 11 o'clock Cyprus time. So I'm going to try to get this, this out first thing in the morning. You can email info at getgida.net. That's the email address. If you have any questions yep. for Uncle Festa and see if they have the balls to ask him these questions. So fingers crossed, we might get some answers. Either that or we might get a nice email back to say, never message us again and leave us alone. <laughs> Either way, yeah. as long as we get their attention, that's the main thing. Mm -hmm. Because it would appear 
that the CFA are making big mistakes and they're rub rubbing people up the wrong way. And I think it's a good segue into our next bit involving one of our under-21 players who no longer wants to play for the Cypriot national team. Yeah, yeah. So, Ilias Kostis mm. was a young central defender that the Cypriot national team could call upon that plays for Atletico Madrid. Plays for Atletico Madrid. He like he, he's actually made appearances. He, he hasn't made any appearances for the first team yet. He's playing for the B team in the uh, Segunda, yep. so it's in the third division in Spain. That's as far as B teams can go. Um, but in essence, prior to the B team season starting. Costis was called up to the bench for Atletico Madrid. So they obviously rate the defender very, very highly. Yeah. Now, the last time Costis played for the under-21s or whatever was in September 2022. Um, now, questions were being asked as to why he's been missing all this time. You know, people were starting to ask questions. You know, we've got this... We've got this, what seems to be a very highly rated player at Atletico Madrid. And he doesn't seem to be considered for, never mind the national, the, the proper men's team. He's not even being considered for the other 21s. Why? So, um, Spiros Neofidivis, who is the uh, president of the Players' Union in Cyprus, was being interviewed about things. And one of the things he mentioned was that Gostis isn't being picked because the player is waiting for a call-up from the Greek national team because mm. he can also play for Greece. Yep. Now... So the interview went out, a lot of places reported on the interview, and then within a couple of hours, the Cyprus FA came out with another statement. The person who writes these statements has been very busy this week. Anyway, um, the footballer's desire is not to be called up by the Cyprus men's national team since he has the right to be called up to the Greek men's national team, and he wants to exhaust the opportunities to compete in the colours for Greece. Mm -hmm. This desire was conveyed to the Cyprus Football Federation in the many contacts that have been made from time to time with the same footballer and his family. Therefore, Ilias Gostis cannot be called up to the Cyprus men's national team without his will. It would be good for those who take a public position on this issue to have knowledge of the real information without misleading public opinion for the purposes of creating negative impressions against the Cyprus FA and our national teams. What I'd like to put in addition to that is no one is against the national team. The players, no one is against the players. Yeah. And the representatives of the national team. Right? Anyway. Now, I posted about this on Twitter, but I prefaced it, uh, prefaced, I prefaced it with 
if what Spiros Nelfididis is saying is true, and I got a response from him. So his re response was, always I say the truth. Unfortunately, Gostis will play for Greece because they never call him for the national men's team. The worst is that they say that was the option of the player and then an emoji face of Facebook. <laughs> yeah. They just let him go because they show no interest in him. Unbelievable, sad face, but truth. Now, the plot thickens. The plot does thicken because I've been doing some research on mm -hmm. uh, reporting on players that should have been called up that haven't been called up. So, um, spoilers, I'm including Gostis, I'm including um, Jason Kumas and his son, yeah. I'm including. Nico Yenaris, yeah. Like, um, and who who's the other player? Uh, I had another player in there as well, but it, it's it, it's gone. But with with regards to the case for Costis, there's something very interesting about the background. Of Gostis and gets buyer. I'm just going to leave hmm. it there. I'm going to leave it there. Stell knows because I've told him. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. And if that is the case, if if what I think is the case, especially with uh, Spiro Nelfididi saying because they show no interest in him, then I think that makes Gitzbaya's position untenable. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, but it's just going to bounce off him, isn't it? Of course. He's bulletproof. He is bulletproof. And yeah. as one of the viewers on the watch-along said... And I'm actually believing it more and more. Perhaps Ketspai got the job because Anorthosi couldn't afford to pay him out. Mm -hmm. So your mate, Turtlehead, did a favour for Anorthosi, which wouldn't surprise me. Which wouldn't surprise me. Poor ladies. You know, I, I, I find it absolutely hilarious, you know, and... You know, if, if you go on 24 Sport, uh, Christos Zavar has done a wonderful write-up about the situation. And, uh, you know, he was being sarcastic. He goes, yeah, the Cypriot FA did everything they could. Everything was done methodically. They, they were punctual. And the little boy, Gosti, said that he wants to play for Greece because he hates Chef Daliez and uh, uh, Burekia. <laughs> Honestly, it's... A fucking mess. And I didn't want to swear on this pod, but it's an utter mess. However, it's not a surprise. No. And that's the sad part, Rehasso. Malaga, it, that's the sad part. It, it's not a it surprise. Is, it is. It, do you know what? what's worrying me is that there's a lot of under-21 players at the moment 
who also have the chance to play for other national teams. Yep. Or Cass can play for Australia. Foddy, I think, can play for Hungary, is it? Uh, possibly. Possibly. No, uh, no, Bulgaria. Bulgaria, sorry. Um, even there's, there's, um, you got Kerkes. It's Kerkes. Kerkes. Serbia. It's, yeah, he can play for Serbia. There's players that can just think, you know what? Fuck this. It's a joke. Uh, well, it's not just a joke. It's we're losing, we're losing Cypriot players. Yeah. These guys, these guys are these are guys, these are guys that are more separate than you and me because you know some of them have been born over there. Yep, we haven't been yep. born over there. No, it's, it's uh, unbelievable. I mean, right? Here's the other thing, right? Gabriel Ortelli, right? Yeah. When he went, he went to uh, he went to Cyprus over the summer to sort out. His papers, so he can play yep. for Cyprus. There was an under 19s team that got called up for a training for 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 training sessions in August, I think. No name there. It's going from bad to worse, mate. No, it's no. going from bad to worse. No. Listen, listen. This is fine. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. Yeah, we've yeah. got nothing to worry about. Yeah. We've got nothing to worry about because it's it's funny how this time last week we were talking about we're on the verge of a golden generation. They're all there. Footballers. They're all there. They are? Yeah. They are. You know, if you want to talk about the, the longevity of Ka and Humbo of Omonia in the middle of the park, Johnny's on one side, maybe Loizu as a Dagari, maybe if they can get Marcus Edwards there, maybe Sodirio up front, maybe the, the lad at Brighton. Yeah. Harry Mills. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at that and you're thinking there's potential. And we're not talking qualification for European Championships or World Cups. I'm just saying. Respectable Nations League results, not being humbled against Malta, no disrespect. Only losing 3-0 to Spain. Yeah, but evidently, the people in charge do not care about Cypriot football. It's incredible. The people at the top of the Cypriot Football Association, GOP, do not care about Cypriot football. No. And the problem is, it's an old boys club it's run by old men who find a way to make money out of the league. And that's what it is. Well, that money isn't going back. Gumas is at Sita Vision. Oh, is he now? So that's another thing he's got on, on all the club presidents. So the TV rights as well. Yeah. Hmm. Well, isn't it funny, though, because Anorthosi and Abwa are with Cablenet. You'd have thought that would have rubbed him up the wrong way. 
Kia ora so. Kia ora so. But then again, Voxa are with, are with uh, Sita. Abolon are with Sita. Ari are with Sita. Buffer with CableNet as well. Yep. Omonia and Ike with Primetel. But then again, Sita have got the Premier League. Anyway. I'll, uh, We're I'll, doomed. I'll with you. Yeah. Yeah. We're doomed, mate. Honestly. It's done. It's, it's actually done. And nothing's going to change until this guy leaves. And it doesn't look like he's going to leave because, once again, he was re-elected a couple months ago. Nobody without any, Yeah, without any competition. Nothing at all. Absolutely nothing at all. So, what can you do? What can you do? We do? At least it gives us good content, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Anyway. No, you right. want to depress me with some questions? Yeah, so we asked our viewers for some questions. And I'm going to bring them up now. We've got two on Facebook, which is two more than I thought we'd get. <laughs> so the first one is from our friend Mike Pieri. We've touched on this, but we're going to it again. What is the answer to the referee problem in Cyprus? Should the league have all foreign referees? Would this even help? Well, two-pronged question there. Do you want to go with the first one? Uh, what is the answer? Uh, well, the referee problem in Cyprus is is the referee problem, the uh, amount of referees available, the skill set of the referees. Um, I think kind of what, like, like we, 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 a lot of people had to go at the previous uh, person in charge of referees in Cyprus. Uh, what's his name? You know, the guy that Abuel liked so much. Uh, <laughs> but, but what he was doing, as well as bringing in foreign referees, he was uh, sorting deals out Mazic. with, yeah, Mazic, that's it. He was sorting deals out with sending the referees to other countries to officiate for other countries. So you had uh, our referees officiating games in Denmark, in uh, Portugal, in Italy, places like that. And I think that's probably a good way to go forward is you build experience, these referees, outside of Cyprus. They get, you know, you know, you know, like how with every job that you do in Cyprus. Yeah. To get a job in Cyprus, you first need to do it abroad somewhere and then you get the good job in Cyprus. It's the same thing. Yeah. Now, all foreign referees doesn't solve the problem because regardless of who you bring in, you're still going to get somebody like Aurelio the other week. It was uh, it was like Oprah Winfrey with the cards. <laughs> Jerry Springer, mate. <laughs> you, know, you get a card. You get a card. Everybody get a card. <laughs> you know. So I did, that's not the solution either. The solution is that the quality of the referees needs to get better by training local referees to be better, and then getting them involved in. 
matches abroad, like what what they were doing last season. Denmark. Yeah, well, Denmark, wherever they went. And slowly, slowly, yeah. But the problem is, it's not like a, oh, yeah, okay, here's your better referees tomorrow. It's something that's going to happen three, four, five, ten years down the line. Yeah, but you know what, to be fair, right, these referees, they, they're not unfit. No. Like physically, they yeah. can they can hang it with the players. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's not like, oh, you can't run to the other, like you see the fat referees in the UK in the 1990s, like oh, yeah. Paul Durkin or whatever. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> Paul Durkin. <laughs> what I'm yeah. saying? The, the, yeah. the separate yeah. referees are physically fit, so they can cope yeah. with the rigours of the game in Cyprus. However, the decision-making... Is poor. And look, I'm going to go back to the Omonia IL game. I think it was an Italian referee, but he was playing for everything. And the players go down. They spend too much time on the pitch. Uh, there's something that we need to discuss as well, which we didn't mention. Mm. But we'll go into that in just a bit. I'll, I'll bring that up in, in a moment. Yeah. But, you know, these, these players, they spend too much time going down. They spend too much time rolling around. The referees don't encourage them to get back up. It's like they're happy for the game to get to slow down. And when that happens, the referees aren't able to get control of the game because there's no momentum. So it's stop, start, stop, start. And it's almost as if they're happy to do that. They give silly free kicks, soft free kicks. VAR decisions take forever to you know, for them to make a decision. So at the end of the day, it's an educational thing. And yeah, of course, there, I don't think any league in the world has got the perfect referees. But I think most leagues, most, and I'm not including the Premier League because almost if they make things up as they go along, most leagues have got a structure. Yeah. Look at the Australian, the, the, uh, the A-League. They're refereeing superb. They're mic'd up. They, they, you know, even we hear what they they talk about. Mm-hmm. They, they have some some form of control. There's discipline. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's worth going to Stradobedo and getting a fucking army captain, asking him to be a fucking referee because he will be able to get things under control. I don't know. Get like six Pierluigi Colinas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And there's a second part to the question where he, Mike asked, should the league have all foreign referees? Would this yeah. even help? So that's that's where I said, I don't think that will help because you'll end up with referees like Aurelio. Yeah. Um, and also you have referees that don't understand the culture of Cyprus. Mm-hmm. And there's a, that's a big difference as well. And, and people say to me, yeah, but it's just football. It's just saying, no, it's different out there. It's so different. So so different, and it will cost them more money. Yeah, hundred grand. 100, yeah, hundred grand. Hundred grand. Right. Next question. Paul Gellard. 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 Sorry, Paul. I can't pronounce your surname. I don't know whether it's a G, like a Gerard, or Gellard, as in you know what I mean. So, with the second division starting last weekend, who is everyone's favourites for promotion come the end of the season as it stands? That's like the second division is so hard to predict this yeah. year. Yeah. It's, yep. um, oof, well, Olympiagos for me. Olympiagos are going to come top. They're just one, they've got Bambo. Yeah. So, Wheeler, Wheeler Dealer Bambo, he always seems to get a team promoted. Just, just as Achna 
last season. Ask Olympiagos previously. Ael won the league with him. You know, he's he seems to he seems to have the way to get results in Gipro. Yeah. Now on top of that, they've made some balls out signings. I mean, one of them is Badgie, for instance. Yeah. But you've also got like a few players. He's basically using the same kind of. Um, skill sets that he's had at other clubs like Ael, where he's gone and he's gone and done a bit of shopping in Portugal. So their goalkeeper looks very impressive as well, for instance. So yep. there's, there's 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 a few players like that, Olympiagos, that I think makes them it's going to make them a bit unstoppable. But the rest of the league is going to be very difficult to predict. I think maybe Bayer have got an outside chance. I say outside yeah, chance. Three because... go up, don't they? Three yeah. Agrita's probably uh, will be one of the teams that go up as well. They've they've got a very good young squad again, like what they've been doing previously. I'm gonna stick my neck out on this one. The thing is, it, it, it's difficult to make a decision because there are so many managerial casualties in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. But if these clubs do not sack their head coaches. I'm going to go Olympiagos to win it. And I think they're going to win it by a landslide, in all fairness. Mm-hmm. Simply for the reasons that you gave. And Bumborn knows people. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? <laughs> Second place, I'm going to go with Paralimni. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give it to Punch, third place. Punch, third place with Bayer. I saw his celebrations after the second goal, man. He's, this guy is hungry. He, 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 punch, man. he, he ran half the pitch, didn't he? He, yeah, he, he was he about to sub himself on. <laughs> yeah. 2 0 victory for Bayer. Big result there, man. Yeah. But that's, that's that's a good result. And also, um, Giovanni Constantino, the head coach of Ayanaba, yeah. who he was the assistant coach to Rossi of the Hungarian national team when they got to the Euros. Yeah. Okay. And he's got a squad there where people think, ah, they're not going to do anything. But if again, if, if they give him time, they're going to be playing some decent football this season. Mm. You know, and then you can't also rule out Krasava because they've got Thiago and Rusha. Uh, and they've got uh, they've got Haralambidis as a coach as well. Mm-hmm. So Haralambidis was under 21 coach up to. That's right. Uh, my grid is taking over. Yep. So, so he knows a lot. So, for instance, they brought in a lot of uh, loans in from uh, from the first division that were part of that under twenty one makeup yep. as well. So yep. there's there uh, is a very very interesting team. Mm-hmm. Um, the split in the second division happens very quickly. It does. They only play each other once before the split happens. Yeah. So. Listen, uh, I, it's it's going to be a very interesting and entertaining league. You know, you mentioned Agrita, and it's a very young squad, but they seem to have invested wisely as well. They brought in some players from Buffalo. They brought in a few other yeah. players who, you know, they can really cause problems. And well, as we know, they're very good at discovering players and 
selling them on for, for yeah. decent money. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The players that they've brought in are players that play for the under 21s for their nation. Yep. So, yeah. you know, it's going to be going to be a big one. Uh, and then, you know, you've got, um, I've got to mention uh, Pox again because <laughs> they signed. No, 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 no. This is Box Xilodimbo, yeah? Yeah, bo- Box Xilodimbo. <laughs> I've got to mention them because they've signed Panda. Panda, panda. Yeah, panda. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, so the, the panda was is, is a defensive midfielder that was panda pops. I think at Othellos. Yeah, I think he was at Othellos, but yeah, I thought. But anyway, he's called Panda, man. Come on. Panda pops, and like the drink, scored, the fizzy think, drink back in the day. I, I, I think he scored as well. But yeah, good for him. No. Good for him. Good for him. Right, two quick questions. One of them from Jerry or George. What is the capacity of the laundrette? We won't answer that question, George. We can't possibly answer that question just in case our cars get blown up. And this question, I don't know whether it's meant for me or you, so I think it's meant for me because it's Ruslan. How does it feel to be old, bald and expired? I mean, it could be either of us to tell you the truth. But... Uh, he's aiming at me. I think he's aiming at me. Um, <laughs> thank you for your comment, bro. Really appreciate it. What I will say is, um, if you weren't Russian, I'd be after you. But I'm scared. So I hope you shit the bed. That's the nicest thing I can say. <laughs> I ain't messing around with him, man. I ain't stupid. Um, yes, what he said. If what, it's a nice thing. Yes. Right. The final thing, my friend. Actually, there's two final things. Yes. This is something that we need to be happy of. Happy of. Proud of. We're finally top of the table or something. The average match duration in European top divisions. Cyprus, 105 minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's almost as long as this podcast. We are top of the league. So we are top of the league. <laughs> Look at that one. That's an extra 15 minutes on top. Yeah. That's wow. Yeah. Come on. In, in, that's intense, isn't it? It is. It is indeed. Yeah. Hey. We're top of the league or something. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. And the final thing, which we haven't done, stupidly, and this is my fault because I keep forgetting to do this, the league table. Oh, this my is God. What, yeah, this is yeah. what Division 1, the Brodathima looks like. Ari, top of the league. Ten points. Anorthosi, second, or should I say joint top. Ten points. Same amount of goals scored. Wow. Omonia, I can't believe this. We're third. We've actually scored almost as many goals as Ari. Wow, Buffalo fourth. They got game in hand though, so chances are they'll probably win their game as well. They've scored seven goals. Uh, Ayek fifth with seven points. Ael sixth with seven points. Abolon seventh with six points. Upwell eighth, four points. But they have a game in hand against Buffalo. Then you have Aes, Othello, Ethnigos, Salamina, Carmiodisa, and Doxa are rooted at the bottom. Thaso, I know it's too soon to make the predictions. 
who is going down? Now, you see, I said at the beginning that before a ball was kicked that whoever went up is going down. Okay. Now, mm. I see if Voxa are looking very dodgy already, aren't they? Four games, four defeats. Yep. But they've changed the manager. Yep. And it's only one point. Because <laughs> yeah. Camry Odisa are at one point and 13. Yeah. And that point was against Omonia. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we're going to see uh, we're gonna see if Brattle's going to be in a job after uh, after this weekend. Well, mate, this is, if you think about it, only three points separates 14th from 9th. Yep. That's unbelievable. Yeah, you're right. Well, look, right. I'm just going to say it, call it like it is, right? Ethnigo, if Mario Elia, his low move to Ammonia happens tomorrow, which we're expecting it to, I think that's it for Ethnigo. Yeah. Yep. It sounds bad, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, unless yeah. they're bringing David Baddy again. No, we need him for Cyprus. We do. Well, no, we, we, want, we want Bursa. Oh, Bursa, Bursa Didis, Bursa Didis, Sava, come, come, Sava. Well, Sava. I'm sure you saw this on our Instagram, but Roy and I did a podcast for Sigma. Yeah. And uh, we said SOS Bursa, and we put a clip on our Instagram, at this is Mapa, and Bursa liked it. So, maybe but, there should be another question for the Ask Ketspire. When are you going to leave so we can bring in Bursa? Yeah. Yeah, 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 do that. Do that. Do that. Can you imagine Bursa ball? Of course. With the Cyprus. With the, with the Cyprus. Ah, it's going to be great. Of course. It'll it's be entertaining. Be ah, it's going to be great. Imagine. Imagine it. It'll be like Johnny's will turn into Chico Panza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gagulli will turn into Gagulli. Before yeah. Break. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? And oh, yeah. oh, happy days. Anyway, <sighs> thank you, boys and girls, for tuning in. Don't forget to visit foodfromcyprus.com. Use the discount code NCN12 for your 12% discount. We're on Instagram and X at this is Mappa. Thaso, do your plugging stuff. Flares, cafes, cafes, flares, cafes and flares.com, flares and cafes, all, all that business, all of it, all of it. Um, thanks to Stell, the website's actually getting uh, enough traffic on it that if you just put cafes, flares, it'll probably come up as the first thing in the search oh, wow. bar. So, so you know, thank you. No, uh, thank you. Oh, thank You've you. You've reignited my passion for writing. Ah, well, there we go. It's not me, though, is it? It's it's what's going on in Cyprus. But anyway, of course, but you give me got, the platform and uh, yeah, yeah. We've got so we've got the Twitters, we've got the Facebooks, we've got the Discords, we've got the we've got whatever you want. We got it. We we got it. We're here. We're delivering content to your faces. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, hopefully, the next show won't be as sullen but these things we have to bring to people's attention because unfortunately our our little league our little island doesn't get the coverage that it deserves and 
okay, these incidents we don't want to see, but if it helps push us a little bit more, then so be it. We've done really well so far, I believe. We've been featured, World Soccer Magazine, TalkSport, BFBS, and hopefully the journey will continue. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. If you have any questions, feel free to get in touch with us or even stick it in the comments. We'll do what we can to get back to you guys. And we're trying to line up some interviews for the coming weeks. Let's see. It's a bit difficult because players are still training and whatnot. Mm -hmm. We didn't even mention Dingini leaving Abolon to go to Ayers. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't. But we just haven't had the time to do so. We've done almost two hours. So until next time, boys and girls, adios. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.